Do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear, now it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man, I'm sorry. You know what, I'm not sorry about that, but you're not going to do it anyway. So, go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of a law. Hey, everybody, welcome to Off the Rackham Sale. And I'm Tiffany. We're going to be talking about the Aquaman movie, Ooh. but because it's a comic book review show as well, uh, we do comic book reviews normally here on this channel, uh, on this show, Off the Rack, uh, but when a comic book movie comes out or a pop culture-related movie comes out, we got to talk about it. Yeah. So we're going to, yeah. uh, but we figure since Aquaman is, you know, kind of done in terms of its first catch. Sure. You know, everyone's huh. seen it, pretty much. Oh, you like that? Uh, we'd also talk about, but we'll talk about some comics as well. Yeah. Uh, Why if, not? if we have time. Unless it's sure. a full hour-long review, which I really don't see happening. It, uh, who knows? It's true. Who knows? Yeah. The sky's the limit. Or the sea. Or this... <sighs> the lowest depths of the ocean is That's the limit. That's where that joke came from. Thank you. <laughs> the, 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 it came from the trenches, if you will. Uh, the Mariana Trench. Yeah. Hey. Nice. I learned something from a comic book. Really? Yeah. That's what you learned about that? Yeah, I had no idea about that. I, to be fair, I don't really know much about like nautical stuff. I don't really... It's not on my radar. Okay. I can believe that. <laughs> it's not on my radar. But, uh, so yeah. Uh, Aquaman by James Wan uh, and written by a slew of people, including Jeff Johns, uh, James Wan, Will Beale, uh, and David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. A lot of people worked on yeah. this Yeah. This is a world I never thought I would live in, and it gives more credence to the concept of, like, sliding. If you're not familiar with sliding, the yeah. idea being of, it's actually, I think, coined from that show from yeah. a while ago. Uh, but sure. more or less the idea of, like, uh, the Berenstein Bears phenomenon. How is Berenstein Bears spelled with an A or with an E? I don't know. And in fact, uh, it turns out it's actually spelled both ways. Yeah, thanks a lot. So that Cam helped contribute to that problem. Yeah, I don't know who made I the Berenstein Bears. I think Bar- it was Cam and I have as much familiarity with who created the Berenstein Bears as I do with the, uh, with, with, with the trench in the ocean. Uh, I'm learning all kinds of things about you today. I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, the concept is like, so uh, you, the people have like, oh, it's called the Mandela effect. Yes. It's where people think that like Mandela died in prison and it turns out he didn't and it's because that's how it really happened. Mm-hmm. And instead of it just being people are mis, like, just misremembering yeah. because people are stupid, right. uh, it's actually uh, that you're sliding between universes. And I feel like I'm in a universe where there's an Aquaman movie. Right, right. And it wasn't like made autonomously. You know, like, Okay, so when I was a child, they were making movies about comic books every once in a while. Yeah. Like The Phantom. Or The Shadow. Right. Or Tank Girl. Or something that didn't start with The. Right. But I can imagine that there would be a movie called The Aquaman. Mm -hmm. And it starred nobody. And it was about nothing. And it sucked. And I could totally believe that that would have happened in like 1998. Right. But instead, we have a movie about Aquaman where we've established 
Aquaman in another movie, and he was probably one of the best parts about that movie. Mm -hmm. And then this movie winds up being part of a whole franchise of superhero movies that is one of the best from that franchise. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Aquaman is the best DC movie so far. Not including, of course, like, ancillary movies like Superman from Chris Reeve and 1989 Batman, uh, Batman Dark Knight. Right. Like, I don't consider it to be better than Dark Knight, but that's not part of this universe. And the DCEU, which I would, I really don't want to use anymore. I want to call it the (laughs) DCCU, the DC Cinematic Universe. Yeah. But uh, it's the best one. Out of a world where, like, there was a Batman versus Superman movie that heavily adapted the Dark Knight Returns Mm-hmm. A Man of Steel movie in which Superman actually punches a character. Mm-hmm. A Justice League movie in which we saw The Flash run fast. Yeah. A Suicide Squad movie in which we saw Will Smith share cameras with other people. Right, right, right. <laughs> and uh, and Harley Quinn was cool. And I think that's it. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, I'm sorry. Herp-a-derp. Wonder Woman. I'm like, I don't know if it's better than that. They're different, and so I think they're kind of on par with one another. I because agree. Because they have such different feels. So it's I find it difficult to say that Aquaman was better, better than, than Wonder that Woman. You know, you walk away having very different, totally different experiences. experiences. I will say this: I think they're the world's finest of the DC <laughs> cinematic universe. I really, really do think that, like Wonder Woman and Aquaman, like you said, t- the two best, the thing from which you can spring a new franchise out of. Sure. Especially since, like, one takes place under the ocean, <laughs> and the other one takes place in the past. And so, you could pretty much just start from scratch anyway, but we're not talking about, like, the rebuilding and restructuring of the DCCU. Right. We're talking instead about, like, Aquaman, the movie, and what we thought about it. Sure. So, uh, let's talk about casting. How'd you feel about the casting for the Aquaman movie? We'll get into spoilers in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was good overall. Uh, I think a couple... Of actors and characters were a little wasted mm. in this. I mean, okay. I understand why they what they were doing. So cool, but like, yeah, um, like Black Manta. Okay, just Manta. We're just gonna talk about Black Manta like right off the bat. I'm going in. Okay, you asked me. Or Getting, do you want to go first? No, no, no. Going into the deep end. I took all the time. Please. Um, no, like I love the idea of pitting Aquaman against. Manta. Yeah. If no, you it, actually, it's Black Manta. It's Black Manta. If you actually pit them against one another. Right. And so, like, I know they were setting stuff up, but it felt like they kind of sometimes forgot about that plot thread. Mm-hmm. And I was like, give give that character his due. That's what it felt like. And I know they will well, especially inevitably... Especially since we did that in the beginning. Like, we open the the conflict yes, and we'll with get, Black Manta. I, I, yes. We'll, well, and I'm sure we'll get into stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's interesting how... Aquaman getting into the casting and talking about Black mm-hmm. Manta because I think you and I both agree about our feelings about Black Manta, which we'll get into in a little bit. Yeah. But uh, against the larger tapestry of the Aquaman movie, this felt like a fruitcake made of all these different things that you like. Yes. Uh, and one of them is the superhero thing where, oh my God, I don't have enough faith in this. Let's put two supervillains in it. Yeah. Now, I gotta give them credit, though, like, using Orm and the way that they used him, where it was just like, here's a villain who's just lost his way. Right. And I was like, that's kind of cool, because, like, what you, like, set, like, 
like Aquaman out to be is like not an anti-hero, but not one who's willing to spring into action in no. the sense that we think members of the Justice League would. Right. And so to like, I think it's clever to pit him against a villain like Orm, who isn't like, oh, I am, I'm evil. Here's he, my mustache. I mean, he is pretty much though. He does, but then like by the end of it, like they kind of solidified some other character. Well, it's interesting because without. Showing us where they come from. Right. <laughs> I, for me, I feel like I I loved Ocean Master. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. I thought he was fun and engaging and complex. Like, as complex as, say, like, Whiplash from Iron Man 2. Uh, but, like, he's he was cool, fun, engaging, yes. and I bought it. Right, right. I didn't find it weird. No. Patrick Wilson actually acts and plays well, the yeah, character. and he does, and we know he can. Right. Oh, yeah, know? no, exactly. A-Team. Well, great. I was going to say Night Owl, he's a better <laughs> actor. No, A-Team shows, like, his, like, I'm a villain, but, like... But, like, who cares? <laughs> Is anybody actually seeing this movie? No? All right. <laughs> but, 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 oh. I love that movie. I love that movie, too. Um, anyway, we're not but, yeah, talking about that. But, uh, um, but Patrick Wilson as uh, Ocean Master, I loved him, yeah. but for me, he was, like, a straight-up, like, I want to blow up the... The surface world. Like, that's, I want to attack the right. surface world, and, and like, I'll do anything to do it. I feel like they're like, that's the beginning of this. But mm-hmm. then by the end of it, they're like, there's this other thing. And I think the issue there for me is in this version of the movie or the script, they didn't give enough facts to support that right. along the way. Mm-hmm. And I think given a scene or two, it would have really like helped to strengthen those character mm-hmm. points in him and like made him have a little more depth. Yeah. Ocean puns. Lol. Um. <laughs> of which there were very few, if any, in this movie, which I really respect. I do too. By and the it, way. And it gives us the opportunity that to, to use them all. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> At no point, by the way, spoilers, does Aquaman ride a seahorse in this film? No. Just saying. Just peppering them in throughout. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, no. Nor, nor does he, like, ride two dolphins, like, simultaneously. <laughs> like, 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 uh, water skiing? <laughs> yeah. No, he does not do that. I'm sorry, everybody. But, uh,. I don't know. I, I felt like he was a mustache twirling supervillain. Maybe the depth in that character is like, I want to destroy the place that like my lesser genetic material comes from. Like it's an angry like I want to kill Aquaman. I want to kill like everything he comes see, from. I, but I don't really see that in I don't his know, character. Maybe I maybe I just read into it. But my my which thought... is great by the way. Like <laughs> let let like if 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 the movie is deep enough yeah. for characters and for, I'm sorry, for, for viewers to say, I really got like a real like rich backstory out of this character from the performance and right. from the subtext. That is actually a stronger movie right. than if he's like, I must destroy the world with which from which he comes. Right. So my, I um like thought that Orm's, like a lot of his like impetus was because of his father's rearing. Yeah. And right, he's just a dick because his father's a jerk. Right, like the sub, there is like this subtext of this movie that they kind of drop the ball on partway, but it's almost there about like fathers and sons. Yeah, it's like, almost it's there, almost there, and then they just don't drive it home. Yeah, it's and not. I'm like, mm. Yeah, this could have been the Tron legacy of the DCCU, but instead, <laughs> no. Uh, oh. By the way, a lot of uh, father stuff in the DCCU. Anyway, but like it's like I was like that's kind of cool, and I kind yeah. of appreciated it, but like, it and just, they don't even, and they don't like, they don't hammer. It in though at all like they could have easily done something with Willem Dafoe's character yes. and made him like a father allegory type right, character for Volko any right any he's, kind he's of a is, sage straight up he's just the other one character he is and like he could have like we could have seen and this is where I think they dropped the ball was just a 
Orm and like his dad, or like Orm watching his dad. Do we even rule. see his father in this movie? Don't I don't think, think so, so either. And I'm like, that's where I felt like it was kind of sad. Yeah. Like that I'm like, you you set up this thing with Manta and his dad, uh, you know, Aquaman and his dad, their relationship. And Orm is and informed Orm, by his relationship with his father. Yeah, and time. then we just miss that. And I'm we just don't like, see that. We're almost there. Now, maybe it was just because the movie was two and a half hours long. And we been. don't have time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That could have been something that got like, put on the cutting room floor. And that's that's a shame. Yeah. Um, but that was my subtext for Orm. I was just like, that's kind of cool. Right. Like, Orm is an interesting character against mm-hmm. the, like, non, like, traditional Aquaman that we're getting. Right. Yeah, because it's... I mean, there will be Aquaman apologists who are going to be like, he's always been a badass and awesome. And it's like, actually, I will agree with you on the fact that, like, Aquaman has been a badass since, like, 1994. Yeah. Like, for almost 30 years, Aquaman has been a long-haired, right. bearded like, badass who's, mm-hmm. who's overcompensating for his, like, right. for, for his uh, Super Friends debut. Right, right, right. And, like... I'm not even saying that, like, I'm not talking about the badassery or not. I'm literally talking about, like, a hero who's not, like, I am a hero. No, yeah, he's just like, no, uh, the Aquaman, like, the Just, like, found me and forced me to fight Steppenwolf. Yeah. And now I'm here. And, like, I don't really care. I'd rather get wasted. Right. So, what did you think of Momoa's I loved it. Uh, I I like Jason Momoa. I've talked about this before on the channel, but, like, I like Jason Momoa in pretty much everything. Um, I thought Conan the movie sucked. But I liked him as Conan. Okay. And I feel like if it would have been made by someone like Paul Weirhoven, it would have been freaking dope. <laughs> if, he, if it was R-rated and he was allowed to like really like mess people up, it would have been really cool. It wasn't R-rated? No. I didn't see it. I think so it was PG-13. If it wasn't, then like what were you waiting for? That was the softest like R. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I love Jason Momoa's portrayal of Aquaman. Um I kind of dug it, and it's funny because I liked... He was one of my favorite parts about Justice League, mm-hmm. and that is because he, like, had joy in his heart, and he cared about what he was doing, yes. and he, he seemed to be having a good time on the screen, and it's palpable. Uh, but that's not quite a character. In this, I actually understood, or thought I understood, why he behaves certain ways, and where it's coming from, and how he, how he like, establishes the character. Yeah. And I like that. I thought he did a really good job. What I really appreciated was how... All right, first of all, I thought Momoa, again, like you, echoing what you said, did a, a really good job with this character. I mm-hmm. appreciated, too, that the writers were true to him throughout the film. Right. It was never, like, he was never, like, convenient. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if we conveniently need him to do something right now, he'll do it. Or if we conveniently need him to know or say something, he'll say it. Yeah. That's not what they do. They're like... No, when he doesn't know something, he's pretty, like, bold-faced about it. About not knowing something. I don't know anything. Yeah, right? (laughs) I kind of like that. I appreciate that. Um, It's easy to take a hero character in, in, a, in a film like a superhero film mm-hmm. and kind of make that happen sometimes if just this like, were made 20 years ago it would have been that way oh sure sure but um i just appreciated just how much effort went into it like you know we get like this moment of course where they're they're on a treasure hunt i appreciate that first of all we're on a treasure hunt we're in an ocean movie and we're on a treasure hunt yeah sure i kind of like that oh it becomes like the movie well that's the thing about the fruitcake is it, it it becomes it's like treasure the sierra madre at one point i know I like, and we're like what Right. By the way, I appreciated that. It was nice. 
I was worried after seeing Justice League. Yeah. Because there's a sequence where we go to Atlantis, and Atlantis, or at least that's that's the implication. I don't care what the what Zack Snyder said on some like forum or in some like alternate right. version of Twitter that no one uses. I'm talking about like the movie I saw. They walk up some like broken steps, and then in like a destroyed citadel in like dank, murky waters, yeah. a bunch of random dudes in armor are seemingly protecting nothing except for like a box and a spear. I was really worried that when we get to the Aquaman movie, it was just going to be this, like, dreary, joyless, miserable place. This wasteland of, like, grossness. Which I feel like it would be if it was the ocean, since, like, we fill it with garbage. Right, right. But, like, instead, it is kind of like a Trod Legacy-esque light show and spectacle. And it's fun and beautiful. And I kind of really appreciated that, too. Yeah. What I was going to say was that, um... So, oh, but I was worried that we were going to spend all our time underwater. Right, point. right, right. Which, you know, it is funny because at one point I was like, "This is you're going to have the ocean in our Aquaman movie, right? But we go back, we go back. I don't want, I, I was like, I don't really care. I, I like <laughs> For me, I'm like. I like the ocean. I, I think it's pretty. Yeah, it, you, you, have a, you have a real connection with the ocean a little bit, actually. Well, I do. Yeah, you wanted what, what your original career path was going to be. Oh, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to be a marine biologist. Um, I really did. But I find the, the ocean to be beautiful and terrifying. Um, but um, what I was going to say was that um, Aquaman has this knowledge of history mm-hmm. of like ancient history yeah and he uses it and like you know that would be really easy to just be like blah blah, blah brush a shot brush mm-hmm. aside but then i if you recall at the beginning of the film we see his father's lighthouse in his home and we see some of the books that he's reading yeah among them you know lovecraft stands out there oh yeah of course. no and i'm not the... saying that that's historical no. but the man's well read exactly so it doesn't come as a surprise that he would then pass that on to his son totally and i was like that's it's clever and it's it's just barely there for you yeah. to remember if you choose to. It's funny because the movie is about like a blunt instrument who learns to be a refined sword. Yeah, and yet like there's actual subtlety in this film, which is kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that it's also like it's not a perfect movie, but no. I really but I enjoyed the hell out of all of it. Like right, at right, no right. point was I like that sucks. I don't like that. It was just kind of like, there were moments where I was like, this is cool. As opposed to like, I'm having a good time. Yeah. Um, the the sequence, there's, a, well, we'll talk about the sequences. Yeah, right? let's go back More to characters. characters. Uh, what'd you think of Mera? Um, I thought she was really fun. Um, she's, their relationship was different than what we've seen between yeah. heroes. Oh. It's not quite, you know, it's clearly not Lois and Clark. It's not even like Gamora and Star-Lord. Not, no. I know we're crossing, you know, companies there. Mm-hmm. But... You know, you tend to try to compare these things. Sure, yeah. And it was very different. There's like um, a, a a harshness to their relationship. Um, yeah, it's, it's like it's like mixing oil and water. Mm-hmm. But, but it's, it's it, but it, like those like those movies like uh, Romancing the Stone, where yeah. it's like or or Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, there's the protagonist, and he's and the girl just thinks he's so stupid, and her, her, and I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I want to see that though. Yeah, and I don't even think it's even that because like we watch her like learn to appreciate him as he learns to appreciate her, and right. it, again, it's a subtlety that's there, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if it was as developed as it could have been. Right. Um, but I appreciate the fact that they don't come off at the end like they're like, and now we're together. Yeah. Uh, like they're just like who cares it's fine right there was th- th- it's funny there is a sequence where uh they kiss yeah and i'm like we gotta do this yeah uh, like it felt a little like we gotta do this and yeah. it, it, you know what it reminded me of a little bit of man of steel it's in the middle of a war zone right everyone's dying and they're like let's make out and i'm like can we but you know what though i buy it more that he would try that completely oh no like, 
Aquaman would do that. Superman's like, in the middle of kissing, we're breathing in people who have been disintegrated by all these buildings. Yeah. But like, the, yeah, but the romance, I feel like it was kind of earned. I have no complaints about it. I liked Amber Heard's portrayal of Mara. I do. I thought she was fun. Yeah. For me, her harshness, because I'm like, Mara is supposed to be harsh. Like, yeah, Mara she, is supposed to be like... She's brash. Brash, distrustful of the surface world. She hates people. Yeah. I like that. She's, she's going to be a Red Lantern someday. Like, you got to have that, like, anger in I there. I agree. And I love it. For me, I was almost like, man, she might have been a really better Lois Lane. Oh. Like, every time, like, she was wearing regular people clothes, I'm like, oh, damn it! See... Now, that would have been a really rad Lois Lane. Uh, uh. I forgot to go back to that sequence when we're talking about sequences. I, well, Which one? The, the her wearing people clothes. Okay. Um, I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's keep going with characters. Sure. Um, yeah, I think she did She did very well. Um, I think that, you know, overall, um, I, I, I enjoyed when they were on screen together. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked her initial, like, Arrival? Yeah. Where she's just in her mirror costume? Right! Hi! No, and I love that because, like, they actually had the saturation up as opposed to most Zack Snyder's films. Well, so, like, she was fun looking. Right. Well, I don't even just mean that. I mean, literally, just the fact that she's like, ta-da! Yeah. I am Mera. I'm not going to pretend to try to blend in. I'm not from here, and I don't want you to think I am from here. You already know I'm not, so who cares? Exactly! She's like, I'm from the... I, I'm from a place that is way more technologically advanced. I helped your, like, this dude save your planet or yeah. whatever. Like... I get to wear my Atlantean clothes. Yes, yeah, it's fun. I don't think it's weird. I don't really actually know anything about your people anyway, so I don't yeah. know that it's weird to not do that. Literally, you have a Superman. Mm-hmm. He wears a cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least I'm not wearing a cape. <laughs> but that's cool. Yeah, I dug her too. Um, I uh, Red Letter Media said they had no chemistry. Do you agree? I think they had chemistry. I think it was just, um, it's a different type of chemistry, and mm-hmm. I think it fits for the characters as we've seen them, especially Mera from the comic. Right. I, I don't see... Aquaman having, like, a depth of feeling for women. Like, I don't see him being, like, complex when it comes to his, like, romances. Um, well, so, well I don't know. Because, again, like, we, we get the impression that his father can be. And his yeah. father is, again, like... He's oh, learned and he imparts his, like, his, his, his belief yeah, so system on him. Yeah, I think he can get to that point. Sure. I think right now he's at a, a period in, in his life where he's just like, Man, you're hot and you're badass. I like that. And that's like, and I buy that. Yeah. That's where I'm like, yeah, right on. And it's like, oh, and I, you have a personality too. And I'm down for that too, right. I guess. But I think over time, like, he, he'll he soften. Yeah. I think that's true. So. Uh, so, and then there's the rest. You know, everybody else. In well, Willem Dafoe is excellent. The, He's the work fine. They did. I thought he was very good. I thought he was his fine. character. I yeah. think it was fun to see um, his character from The Life Aquatic continuing on. Yeah, under it's neat the sea. to see like his his new life. Yeah, as, as Volko. Yeah, um, that was kind of cool. Yeah, um, but was... no, I, I like the work they did on him to to DH him. I thought that was really yeah, it was well okay. Done. Yeah, hold on. I think it was. Uh, it was more noticeable than Nicole Kidman, obviously. Oh well, yeah. Um, who also did a good job. I, I thought it was more noticeable on him, which was funny. Yeah? Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know if I'm just, I've seen him more recently, and I was just like, that is not what you look like. Right. <laughs> That's fair. Straight up not what you look like. Yeah. I, I liked I, I liked Defoe. I thought he was like, for me, Volko could have been literally played by anybody. Right. That's the thing. For me, I'm like, oh, Defoe is so good. Why Volko? Well, I think it's nice to see him not, like, it's easy to, to cast him as a villain, and I think it was nice to see him not as one, but no, casting nice. him as that, I think, would give people who uh, may not know where the story is going pause that he might actually be villainous. Right, working for Ocean Master. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that's fair. So I thought that was kind of clever. Yeah, no, it's true. It, I mean, it was probably just more than they wanted to get Will Defoe, but I still. think that's exactly what it was. Uh, I liked Django Fett. 
I thought he did a nice job. Right? I hate Django Fett. Yeah. And I think he was really good in this. I thought he did a, yeah, I thought he was very good. This is his second DC movie, by the way. Uh, Tamara Morrison also played Abin Sur in the horrible Green Lantern film. Really? Yes. No. I loathe him in the friggin' Clone Wars. Right. But he's, you know, like, it turns out he it's not his fault. Yeah, yeah. It's George's fault. Yeah. But I liked him a lot. Yeah. And uh, and I thought he did a nice job, humanized this character, uh, and really oh, made him, like, real. Yeah. And I was really worried for him, because it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to kill him? Are you going <laughs> to kill everybody? Like, and he was good. Yeah. He did a really nice job. He did. He really did. Yeah. So, I liked him. Um, um, what was it called? Uh, oh, and there's another character who I was shocked was really, really good. And that was King Nereus. Nereus, yeah. Uh, played by Dolph Lundgren. He's incredible. I, I had was like, no idea it was him. I, I immediately recognized Did him. Did not. Know I was it like, was "Holy him. crap! It's Dolph Lundgren!" Right. And actually, for the for the majority of my day, I was thinking about like I couldn't place his name. Right. I kept calling him Ivan Drago, and I'm like, <laughs> "God damn it! It's not Ivan Drago. It's actually a real name." And finally, I found him, and I was like, "Oh, like in my index of my brain, I'm like, ah, Dolph Lundgren. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I can enjoy the movie again." Oh yeah. But yeah, did a great job. He did do a really good job. And I'm like, I really appreciate that. Like yeah. Juan gave him stuff to do. Like, it wasn't just, he needs to be big and, like, attack people. It wasn't like he was, like, a like an instrument of Ocean Master that was like, oh, from the depths of the sea, we're going to bring out this big dude who's going to fight Aquaman for me. Like, right. easy stuff could have been obvious. Oh, absolutely. Instead, Dolph Lundgren, like, has stuff to do. He plays Mara's dad, and he's really, really good at it. I didn't, I, and his, his performance actually has, like, real depth in it mm-hmm. where I'm like, does he, like, is he a rube? Is he working with Ocean Master? Does he have other plans for the future or right. for the for the surface world mm-hmm. it's really cool stuff and i was like this is a really cool movie oh, like absolutely. and he does a really good job with it yes yeah i i think he i, I agree 100 percent. thank you um i do wish that um there was a little more black manta to gauge his character better yes because i don't i don't feel like he got a fair shake in this he, he was more reactionary instead of actually being able to develop anything mm-hmm. uh it they open the movie, not open fully, but... No, but, like, when the action the starts The soft going. opening to the movie, mm-hmm. um, it's as though, like, we're, oh, okay, cool, I, I see where you're going with this, and then they just don't give him much to do. Well, he builds a suit that looks a lot like a Power Rangers costume. That's my problem. Because I like the Black Manta costume in the comics. And, to their credit, they made it look exactly yeah. like the one from the comics. And let me tell you something... That's too bad. I kind of, I like the look of the suit. I, I, I thought it looked really stupid. I don't know. I liked it. And I'm really worried because I was like, oh God. I, I just thought, I for me, I'm like, no, like, do those things. I want to see some, so, like, stuff from the comics. I, I want to yeah. see things accurately portrayed. And I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I just didn't, I didn't have an issue with it. No, I appreciate that they made it look exactly like the comics. The I don't know what it was. There was something about it. And here's the thing. I hate, like, when they put texture in superhero suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't just, why not just make it smooth like it is in the comics? Yeah. Like, Chris Reeve Superman. There's no, like, extra abs. That's just pure Reeve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but None but uh, Reeve. You know, he's not like, he's, it's not like he's just, he's just cramping all the time in his legs. He's just wearing pants. Looks really great. Uh, but then after a certain point, they're like, all the superhero costumes have to have, like, texture. Manta's costume smooth as a baby's behind. Yeah, I don't. It looked 
like it was custom made by a costume designer. Well, for, for me, because here's the thing: he's like clanging away on it and stuff like that. He's like merging. He's like, I I also love the leap where they're like, here's some Atlantean te- technology. It works this way, and he's yeah. like, I could. Pro- I don't really. Ha- I didn't really get that like Manta knew how to reverse engineer so, it into a cool suit. Okay, so. Let's let's. I, I think that's a really good springboard mm-hmm. from there to talk about. Because um, here's the thing: at the end of the day, I thought the movie was a lot of fun, right? And I thought it was a good movie, and I enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm not saying it's like the greatest movie I've ever seen of mm-hmm. all times. It was fun. I had a really good time watching it. Yeah. It it's so funny because it set up so many scenes and then like just like delivered it right home. When yeah. Mara lands in that wine shop, I'm like, well, oh. she's gonna use that. Here we go. Right. Amazing. And just waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Which is, and it does, and it, they just, you know, set it up and knocked it down. Mm-hmm. They set up so many things, not so many things, they set up several things in this that never get paid off. Right. And then they have the opportunity to set up things that yes. happen, and they just don't do it. Mm-hmm. We clearly have a scene with Manta and his father at the beginning of this, yeah. where, like, he's giving him, like, this old knife, right? Yes. And at no point in time, <laughs> first of all, that knife does not really come into play the way I thought it was going to with the importance that was put upon no, it. No, we spend all this time, we get a close-up, it makes an an, it makes an, uh, an annoying Xena the Warrior Princess sound effect when he picks it up, like every sharp object does in a movie, <laughs> you'll notice it every time. Yeah. Shing! Why did it do that? Right, he right, He just right. picked it up. But, uh, yeah, no, a lot of importance on that knife. Like, and he uses it exactly the way it's set up, but... They don't put, it's like two different people made these two different scenes because like they don't do it. They don't pay it off the way that they, that they set it up. Because here's the thing. They're talking about like his, his, how it was his grandfather's blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh my God, this is Atlantean steel. Right. And he's going to, that's incredible. And like, and he's going to say, Aquaman's going to pull Superman, right? He's like, he's like, bring it. And it just, and it plunges into his heart and he's like, ah. That could be a false of me where I, I made that leap in logic, but I feel like that's where the movie led me. Now, when he gives him that. Nice. For me, I didn't assume it was going to be Atlantean steel, oh, but I assumed it was going to be used. I just did. I was just important. like, well, clearly it is. That's why there's a manta ray on it. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, please. But um, I, like, at that moment, all that the dad had to do was mention about, like, listen, you're always, you know, you, you think you're so great with your tech or, like, whatever. Like, here's something real. Right. And, like, there, in one Yeah, line, now we know how we can reverse engineer the suit and that this knife is important and yes, special. exactly. Yeah. That's like, cool. That's a good point. Like it was right there. It mm-hmm. was one line that could have been there to help set up his character later on. Yeah. It just feels like they felt like they had to have Black Manta in the film, and mm-hmm. they weren't hundred percent how to set it up to make it truly work yeah. for this movie. If they wanted the movie to be an hour and a half, no Black Manta. Yeah, but That's not saying, I'm I, glad he's in it. I know because <laughs> I want Black Manta, and I want him to rise, which clearly he's going to. We all saw that coming. Oh yeah. Um, but spoilers. Like, there's a post credit scene. But I just feel like they just didn't know how to handle him in the, the story they were telling. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's a shame, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, another thing that, like... Con- oh, wait. Oh. I'm sorry. Hang on to that, because he does use the knife. Yes. He uses Atlantia technology to pierce his hide so he can stab him with a, with the knife. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, is this a regular knife? And I like that he he's like, I'm going to kill Aquaman with my grandfather's knife. Yes. Cool. Okay. And he, they don't do a big, ah, oh, this is my grandfather's knife and it was bequeathed to me by my father who you killed. Yes. <laughs> he, just, he just tries to hit him with it yeah. during the fight. I thought that was really cool. I'm like, hey, they're not holding my hand through this fight. Right. I noticed it. You set it up in a big way. Cool. Mm-hmm. That being said, it does nothing and it's destroyed immediately. Yeah. 
Like, it's Which, not even that, like, he's pierced. They need to use special Atlantean medicine to fix it. Like, normally you'd be fine, but no. he pierced your hide with Atlantean lasers. So now you have to hurt yourself. No. Like, nothing. No, I know. I just, I don't know. They made such a big deal about it. But here, and that's, like, another weird setup with the whole father-son thing that mm-hmm. I'm talking about in this film. Where it's, like, they spent a good portion of... Oh, Mara and her dad? This Yeah, nothing but father Well, not even just... Well, not Mara and her dad, sure. Um, but, like, Manta and his dad, that whole sequence, how he becomes Manta, his dad dies, right? Yeah. They set up the Aquaman and his dad relationship. Right. And I'm like, Manta's going after his dad. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's other ways to hurt you, Aquaman. Like, maybe I can't pierce your, your hide, but I can murder your dad. Right. Now, of course, maybe that will happen later on in the next film, but this movie set it up. Yeah. To happen in this movie. And it doesn't. And it doesn't. It At just all. doesn't. Now, the funny thing is, like, sometimes when you stunt cast your, like, your superfluous, like, stage characters, like, uh, you know, you expect them to die. Because, like, Anthony Hopkins isn't going to do three three Thor movies. Right. And really, he only did, like, two and a half. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, but, like, because it's Tamara Morrison or whatever his name is. Yeah, he's going to be there. He'll be in it. He'll be in 12 Aquaman movies. No, I'm, I'm saying they could kill him. And it wouldn't like either way. So it wouldn't be a it wouldn't hurt anybody. Like it would. Right. It's like oh, if we keep him in the movies, we say we, you know we we were spending another twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, if we kill him, oh well, whatever. Right. Like, so you it could go either way. What yeah. I'm saying is because it's Django Fett. Yeah. The tension is real because now you don't know if they're gonna sure. kill. Sure, and I think the if reason... it's anything that happens, you know they're gonna kill Odin, right? Yeah. Like, but like when it's when it's. Django Fett, it's like, anything can happen. Yeah, and I think they clearly decided not to go down that path in this film because they wanted the movie to end a specific way. Mm-hmm. With another thing they had set up. This movie was a lot of setup. Right. And some delivery. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, okay. Um, so, at the end, Aquaman, like, has, like, amplified powers because he has, like, a special trident. Mm-hmm. And uh, he resurrects a leviathan-type beast from the depths of the ocean. It's a kaiju. It's a kaiju. It's incredible. Uh, it's, a, it's a kaiju that looks cool. It's a kaiju that's like Lovecraftian. Yeah, which in... is set up in the beginning of the movie. Yes. By the way, it looks exactly like the sea serpent that, that eats the, big, the, the slightly smaller fish in Phantom Menace. Uh, so, but <laughs> he has this. He has this leviathan now. I could command all the sea creatures, which means the Just League should have no problem ever again. Oh, no, it's Dark Side. <laughs> like giant horrible beast comes from the depths of the ocean and like you know has no regard for anything I, and everything because it's assume... like it opens a hole in the universe and comes out I, I don't care I'm not going to complain it looked cool I'm just saying it's funny right. and let's well, all joke I about the fact that, that it's like, essentially like the ghosts in like the return of the king yeah. well Aragorn you're a toolbox I got you one solid here yeah so says the kraken well he just yeah exactly exactly <laughs> the kraken I buy the ghost is a plot hole <laughs> Ghost like <laughs> releases from our spell. Go over Mordor and then we'll talk. Yeah, just just empty Mordor really, and then we'll talk. To be fair, that's really you know Aragorn dropped the ball there. He really screws up. <laughs> I'm just saying, if the ghosts like plow over the fields of I Gondor. No, all right, all right. Let's get back. Let's anyway. go back to the sea. Yes, please. Um, uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, incredible. That's an incredible scene. That whole I actually really enjoyed. Oh, that. apropos Lord of the Rings, uh, John Rhys Davies I think played the King Crab. Don't call him King Crab. <laughs> He's better than that. <laughs> oh my god. He's better than that. It's the Brine King. Yeah. Is that better than King Crab? Yes. All right, fine. Yes. 
But I love, I, I, I'll never tell you. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's fine. At least you didn't have to wear that horrible makeup. Right, right, right. But I love that. I'm like, well, why not? If you can get Gimli, why not have him do that? Yeah, I mean, it it was that, I thought that whole um, sequence was a lot of fun. I mean, I thought that was a really The Ocean Master of Strong-Arming People scene? No, I meant the entire battle. Or the big, or the the big big Lord of the Rings battle. I thought they did a really good job handling that. Uh, amount of uh, combat because sometimes that's difficult. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the ocean helps, you know what I mean, to be able to know. spread it out a little more. I just thought it was really fun and nicely yeah. done. Oh, the trench scene. That was really, really cool. Yeah, it's the coolest scene of the movie. <laughs> and there's a there are a lot of like really great fun scenes. The chase scene in Italy mm-hmm. is really fun. Yeah, I mean, you know what's amazing about this film is that like, and there's nothing honestly wrong with this, so please don't take what I'm about to say as like, they're going to anyway, but <laughs> please know that it's not deliberate. All right. Um, this movie was really fun, and I think part of it was because it was a lot of things that we've already seen in other films put together. Yeah. There's honestly nothing wrong with that, because it's not like this movie was trying to pretend like it was like, and, you know, we are, you know, it's high cinema, and, like, you'll be thinking about this for, like, you know, years yeah, to come. No. You'll be wondering what the secret message was. It's so not like, like a Michael Bay movie when Michael Bay, like, has all those sweeping shots and no. all these important things, right, and you're no, like, it's, like, it's robots punching. They're like, here we go. We're, we're just, we're making this movie, yeah. and we're gonna have a good time. That's but it could have been really basic. Do. Juan could have made this, like, like friggin' G.I. Joe 1. Or G.I. Joe 2. Right, right, right. Either way. But it could have been really crappy. Mm-hmm. And, like, bl- and like blandly shot. But he, like... There's there's real action right. in here that, but, like, has stakes. But, like, you know, the sequence of them running over rooftops. I've seen that before. Oh, yeah. I've, I've played that in 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 games. Like, yes. I've done this. That's Nathan Drake or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's Assassin's Creed. It's, you know, it's all these it's things. Everything. It's, it's everything. It's Uncharted. It's everything. It's when, when they're in that city and, like, she's the redhead. No, she's... She's, you is know, that what you were going to say about her, her outfit? Yeah, she's got her dingle hopper, basically. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. It's the Little Mermaid. Right, yeah. It's They got the song, by the way. That sequence, where they suddenly started playing that kind of horrible remake of Toto's Africa, yeah. made me laugh out loud. I was the only person in the theater laughing, because I was like, really? For me, I was like, Just again? get Toto. Yeah. <laughs> Just spend the extra $8. Just get Toto. I don't understand. I don't know. Um, but, you know... So we've seen that the under the the trench scene. Part of that, I was like, I saw that in Harry Potter mm-hmm. right. a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought they, they they kind of grew on it, and that's kind of what they did. They they put their own spin on it. Mm-hmm. But I'd seen a lot of these sequences before. I would not and so be... like it made me very comfortable. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so they're like, like oh, okay. okay, it's gonna be asking a lot to make everybody go see an Aquaman movie. <laughs> so let's just make the Aquaman movie a bunch of things you like. Yeah. Here's a little known fact, or probably it's in this community would probably be a great known fact. But like uh, Last Crusade and most Steven Spielberg movies after like 1942, uh, the movie, not the year, mm-hmm. uh, have been made by Spielberg meticulously using mostly storyboards. Mm-hmm. The tank sequence where Indy rides a tank, or yep. r- rides a horse to save his dad from the tank, yep. was st- storyboarded before there was a script. Yeah, there was no story about a tank. I think he storyboarded it maybe like a movie or two before that. Mm-hmm. But he had this whole sequence already storyboarded and ready to go. And he's like, I've got this awesome tank sequence, so whenever you need it, let's do it. Like, put it in. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's kind of what this movie is. <laughs> I like, want to see this. It's awesome. James Wan is like, okay, I'm just going to watch all the action sequences. Or all the action movies that I love. Right, That right. I really, not just like everything. I'm not going to see Bad Boys 2. Yeah. I'm going to see every movie that I like. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to grab every sequence that I think is really cool and then storyboard those scenes and then go, these these five or ten 
like action sequences have to happen. Yeah. I read a review at some point. Somebody said like every like ten pages, someone crashes through a wall in Aquaman, and yup. Yeah. They sure do. And you know what? Good. Because, like, <laughs> I I do... N- I, like, one of the reasons why I don't find Aquaman very interesting when I'm reading a comic book is because I don't care about Atlantean politics. Yeah. I do not want to watch about... Like, I, I'm, I'm a Spider-Man kid. I don't want to read about kings. Mm-hmm. I'm not an Arthur guy. You know what I mean? Okay. By the way, King Arthur, that's... I, I can't... Like, when they said King Arthur, I was like, oh, my God. The yeah. whole goddamn thing is sort of the stuff. What the hell's wrong with me? How did I not do that? I don't know anything, apparently. Uh, <laughs> if you most of our commenters, that's certainly true. But, like... He's got to go get the, the legendary... He's got to get the legendary sword out of the thing. Now, like... usually King Arthur doesn't have to fight... Uh, a giant kraken? A, yeah, a, a, beast of, a beast of myth and legend. He no. He has to be worthy Does enough. Does he even fight it? He just kind of argues with it and then, like, uses his, like... Wah, 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 wah. By the way, right on. Cool scene. Aquaman has the ability to talk to fish. Well, well it, it fights him for a minute. It does. And then he's like... But he has like the they do it and they show like the like the rings yeah to illustrate his ability to like telepathically communicate with fish yeah awesome I was like good for you yes now okay like cool so I love, own it I love that they do that yeah and uh, all right I liked a lot of the like flashback sequences intertwined with the current movie yeah I thought they front loaded the movie a little bit too much almost with exposition? like yeah. yeah and like and I do wonder if maybe they started because it seemed like the movie should have started with the sub sequence. And I'm wondering if test audiences needed a little more. At They're the like, beginning. I don't know who that could be. <laughs> yeah, and so I wonder if they went back and, and kind of put all that at the beginning. Right. Maybe it was interspersed at, at one point. Right. And here's the thing. I love the sequence of, like, their family and, like, Nicole Kidman and Tamara, Mor- Tamara Mori, like, meeting. Yes. And, like, him, like, being a baby and all that stuff. And, I love and, that. Actually, and, I always thought it was really love, well acted. Yeah. I really enjoy that whole sequence. Regardless of I wishing it was kind of broken up a little more, mm-hmm. what I didn't buy was that we get one sequence of Arthur on a school trip. Right. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I know you have to show everybody he's got fish powers. I got it. But, like, this is the most obvious you need to show everybody he has fish powers, like, shot I could possibly we, imagine. We don't see him as, like, a regular boy ever again. No. And well, I feel like yeah, they just we see him sh- training on the, the beach and it's not even, like... He's not even that age. Yeah. I feel like they might have just shot that for the trailer. It could have. And they were like, you know what? People loved that moment. Yeah. But let's just put it in the movie. Right, right, right. (laughs) And that's fine. And it looked just as good as it did. I kind of expected after we saw that sequence, I was like, oh, I guess we're going to get more little boy. Right, Aquaman. He's like, uh, you know, being a fish out of water. Uh, Uh, Yeah, um, I can see that. But they didn't. I was just like, oh. Okay, no. but again, the movie was really long, mm-hmm. so maybe there's some sort of like four-hour supercut. I feel like there must be. Yeah, release the Aquaman cut. I, it's uh, like releasing a Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I overall, um, that was a really cool movie, and I really enjoyed it. But I it did. did feel like it was made up of a bunch of other little movies that it I did. really enjoyed. It did. I, I, you know, I know the armor he gets in this is a little different from the Justice right. League armor. Now you had a question about that. Like, it kind of bothered okay. me that they took the punch out of that. Yes. In this film, like... But, like, you can't have Aquaman, like... You really could... Okay, hindsight, Justice League didn't work. So, I guess really, we really could have just had Aquaman, like, in jeans and a ripped shirt. In fact, probably more people would have seen it. But, like, we gotta have Aquaman in cool armor that looks exactly like Aquaman's armor. It doesn't look just like Aquaman's armor, the one in this movie. Yeah. This one's more comic book related. Yeah. And that's cool. Alternatively, he also doesn't go, well, we're going on a crazy adventure. I'd better get my Justice League armor that looks just like that armor that's in the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. But he doesn't do that either. Uh, I don't care. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. I just felt like this movie, you know, 
really cared about having a good time and its character. And, yep. and it, I didn't think it was fair that they didn't get to be like the, and look, it's Aquaman. I'm like, yeah, Right, like, I ta-da. Know. Like, yeah. no, we saw him ta-da earlier. Yeah. In a movie I didn't really enjoy. Yeah, which was like, I was like, that's a shame. Yes. There was one line that I remember, I was like, and I went, do we need it? And maybe, like, in a fan edit one day, they'll yeah. put it, they'll take it out. But there, there's a line where, they, where uh, he goes, I'm not a hero. And uh, Mara says, like, you helped stop Steppenwolf. Whole reference to Justice League. Yeah. It's just, you stop Steppenwolf. Oh, oh. Like, I get we got to reference Justice League. Because, yeah. like, he literally, like, Justice League ends where he's like, I'm going to go be an Aquaman. Like, literally, it's like from there to there. <laughs> and I get that. But, like... Did you have to reference Steppenwolf, one of the worst villains in all of comic book movie well, history? She knew he was there. I know, but like she literally fought reference. Steppenwolf. I'm just saying, but he sucked the most. Right. Like, out of all the things I hated about Justice League, Steppenwolf is the number one thing. Right, which, which I thought was funny. And I guess the more I think about this line, the more I think that it was like um, King Narius being like, hmm... Because initially I was just like, when he is talking to Orm and he's just like, I hear rumblings that like, yeah, that there that you've got a brother, right? right? And like, it's like, oh, you did? Did you hear that? Where did you hear that from? Yeah, like, okay, first of all, there's no way you did. You heard rumblings. He came. Steppenwolf showed. He, he popped out of a box. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he didn't really. He was teleported there. But Steppenwolf showed up, handed all of you your asses, and then Aquaman showed up uh-huh. and punched him with a trident. Right, which I'm like. So There's, that's not a rumble. No. So like initially, I was just like, "It is a rumble." Are you are you making him an idiot? And we're just pretending like it's fine. I think it's just like, or are you being would, like wink? I think it's like we we literally can't not reference Justice League. Or I, I but thought, let's I thought, do as little as we can. I wasn't sure if Narius was also maybe like trying to undercut Orm a little bit. Right. Like, like you might want to deal with this. Yeah, I've heard rumblings of a fishman who saved the freaking universe, like a year ago. <laughs> and it wasn't you. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't you. No, you did not step up and, like, help yeah. the Justice League punch Steppenwolf. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but, you know, that's yeah, fine. You know, the movie, again, I can't I can't stop saying the movie is fun. It was fun. Regardless yeah, it was a great time. That, like, when we're in um, Atlantis, it's Tron. <laughs> fine. I was like, it's Tron. She even saves him with her Yeah, with vehicle. her, like, with her friggin' light cycle, yeah. like, altering vehicle. Yeah. Here's a question. If they have those, yes, you know these these self-propelled, technologically advanced fish uh-huh. ships. Yeah, why do they enslave whales to move ships? Because if you could do that, wouldn't you? No. Yeah. You it's would. also messed up that like they have slave whales, <laughs> but right outside or within Atlantis, there are free whales. Is right. there a whale hierarchy going on here? Well, it's. Like, I, I just ask some questions. I just like, want to know justice for whales and not Atlantis. Listen, it's like having like you know tamed horses, but there's also wild horses. Yeah, but not not as many. That's true. Well, All right, there I'll take used that. To be. Yeah, I mean, it's but like, it's, it's, it's like more the of a, wild west of the thing. ocean down there, man. Here's the thing, but our cars don't fly. It's like like, like our like horse. horses are a niche. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you have horses pulling things, you really like are just kind of doing it because you like horses. <laughs> You're not doing it because you don't understand or believe in the internal combustion. Listen, I came to see an Aquaman movie. I expect to see some animals helping out. I saw the Flintstones. Yeah, yeah, all right. Integration of animals into your society. You know, maybe it's a holdover. I mean, like you said, like horses pulling carriages. It's quaint. Maybe I saw the first, like, one of those well, carriage rides. Maybe it's a thing. romantic ride. Maybe, maybe you know, since, like, there's a hierarchy, I've got, like, this piece of hair or an eyelash in my eyes. I'd be crazy right now. That's why I keep touching my face. I um, noticed that. Anyway, um, I'm going to ignore it. Try. Um, there's a hierarchy, obviously, in, in Atlantis. Maybe only the upper echelon has these 
crazy ship things. Oh and wow, the, there's a class and system. And then the I gotta, lower just you they know they have to enslave the sea. Yeah, you to better get... you better be able to catch a whale. You can't talk to fishes. Can they all swim really fast? I don't like know. why do I need them to do it at all? Can I lift things really? I think like, that's I... also only the top tier. All right. <laughs> Look the, the the internal like genetic politics of the Atlanteans <laughs> confuses and disturbs me, but I don't I don't care. <laughs> uh, again, like I don't really care. I'm just making a joke. It's like I it's like when I make like Star Wars jokes, like where I'm, you know we have a whole video where uh-huh. I make fun of Star Wars. I like Star Wars. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. it's no, stupid. No, it's fine. It was but, uh, it was just funny. <laughs> right, it, but. You know, anyway, it's it's fun to talk about. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, Aquaman is fun, like we've said a million times. Yes. Like everyone I've talked to has said. Mm-hmm. Like no one says it's not fun. Can I can I real quick say one other thing about mm-hmm. like, here was a, th- a moment where I was like, ah, they're going to do this. No, they're not. Because I was like, you know how they're going to take down Orm? Mm. Is that they're going to find out that he's working with... Uh, like a like a land dweller. Yes, I'm like, I mean, he obviously is. He I'm got like, the submarine to show up I'm like, and everything. This is gonna. Well, he oh, Black show- Manta, right? Yeah. Like they're gonna reveal the Black Manta's conspiracy. Yeah, no. Well, really, the movie is circumvents your expectations. Ultimately, at the end of the day, there's a movie about family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Except when it's not. But yeah, so it, it's it is a lot of fun. I I look forward to seeing it again. Right. Like I truly do. I was like, this was fun. I had a good time. I, I think. Had a good time. I think like. If they want to go, like, in some Marvel direction, Mm -hmm. if they wanted to make an Aquaman-Wonder Woman team-up movie and call it, like, The Brave and the Bold or World's Finest, because at this point, neither Superman nor Batman are fine. Right. They can Uh, deal with Poseidon. That works. That'd be cool. I'll take that. That, I'll watch that that movie. That's a movie. them both. Honestly, I swear to God, if there was a comic book, Wonder Woman and Aquaman fight Poseidon, I'd be like, pass. But I'll see that movie. Like, I'll watch that. <laughs> Two hours. Eh, that's fine. But, uh, like, for me, there's hope for yeah. the DCCU from these two franchises. Mm-hmm. We're, the, the real test will be Wonder Woman 2. Yeah, when it's not a period. Well, because it's, it's also a period, a period piece. piece. But, but again, like, if Wonder Woman 2 sucks and it's stupid, then it's like, oh, okay. Like, well, then we really, we, we really have more work to do. But if you just, like, keep fruitcaking our DC movies mm-hmm. and just go like, okay, I don't really know how to make these characters engaging and fun. Right. But I do know how to make a movie that has fun action sequences in it. I propose that. When I remember I was talking about like people bursting through walls, yeah. what the what the hell is up with that one go-getter Atlantean? Right. Who's just, we follow him for like 25 minutes. He's bursting through walls just chasing after Mera and you're like, alright, I get it. Like he's on his way. After the sixth wall they burst through, I'm like, he's gonna, I know he's gonna show up. We don't need to keep cutting back to him. No, I have to see it. But like we, every agonizing moment of that one Atlantean <laughs> who whose name we never get yeah. and his like pursuit of, of Mera, we, we, we are there. We are yeah. in the front row seat. Yep. Anyway, uh, I, I feel like even if this is the way they do it, if this is DC's or Warner Brothers way of like successfully justifying making DC movies, being like, here, uh, it's a bunch of stuff you like, yeah. but starring these characters that you also claim to like. <laughs> oh, I'm in. I'll go see that. I'll see like, <laughs> I'll see a, like, I'll get David Fincher and he's just going to like, grab scenes from horror movies that he likes and Batman's in it. Mm-hmm. I'm in! Are you kidding me? You know, like, uh, it's just all the scenes you like from Birthright, uh, but it's Superman. Yeah. I mean, it is Superman, but like, but a movie. Right, I'm right, freaking right. in, are you kidding me? And then Shazam. And yeah. it's like, and if Shazam follows the same Aquaman formula, then you're like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing. Yeah. I think Shazam's gonna be its own thing, and if Shazam's successful, then we have ourselves a DCCU on our hands. Yeah. We can actually go 
forward a little bit more. And I'm excited for that. Uh, mm. And ultimately, at the end of the day, after like the 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 accepted success of Wonder Woman ever mm. being like, hey, you know what? This movie was pretty solid. The villain sucks. The ending was stupid. Yeah. And like, it's kind of dreary and miserable when you really like. It is you, World War Two. World War One. I, I get it. I'm just saying. Two? Like one. 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 Because <laughs> the war to end all wars, except for the next one. But, like, I literally was on the other day, and I was like, I don't want to be here right now. Like, it was just like, oh, I don't want to be sad. You know, I, I think the, pro- the, the, the fundamental difference between you and me, I'm just like, yeah, make me feel things. Yeah, no, that's fair. I was just like, ugh, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, do- I don't want to be dark. <laughs> but, like, that, uh, but Wonder Woman was successful. Aquaman was accept- was acceptably fun. Yes. And Shazam is good. And I mean, just like, it's good. Yeah, it is, yeah. Or funny. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, oh, I, I feel bad. The crippled kid dies. He's not going to, but I'm just saying, like, but, you know, if, if it's, like, if it's just funny, mm-hmm. legitimately funny, then you're, then, you're, then you're good to go. Yeah. So I think that we're in the right direction. Yeah. And I'm really, like, hopeful and happy about how Aquaman did. Mm-hmm. Not only that, of course, uh, it turns out a lot of other people thought it was fun because mm-hmm. it's, like, one of the most successful DC movies of all yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, more successful than Justice League, which is weird. But uh, here's the world we live in. Again, mm-hmm. like I slid. Like, I'm in a world where Aquaman outperformed Justice League, <laughs> which stars Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Like, what? Yeah. I, yeah. I, what what's happening? I know. But uh, but I'm in. And and I'm I'm ex- I'm t- I'm not even tentatively. I'm excited. Yeah. Like I'm gonna see Shazam. I'm gonna be like, let's do this. Shazam! Ha ha like like as a as a term for like right. for onward and upward like, exactly. let's do this no, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but I'm in I think it was really good mm-hmm. and uh, and like any critiques I have like I thought the guy who played Black Manta wasn't great I thought he was kind of hammy I don't again like I don't think he was given a fair opportunity I agree because he was like, all he had to do was like cry over his dead father and build a, a, a suit yeah yeah so like I, I think um, clearly they're setting him up yeah. for a sequel and so like I think that'll I think he'll he'll be able to develop the character a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. In there, I agree, and I'm I'm I, I again. Thought, I actually thought his dad was really fun. I love the dad more. <laughs> That's the thing for me. I'm like I like the dad more. Like I thought the actor who played the dad was way better. Yeah. And I wanted to see that character more. Like I'm mad you killed my dad. He and by the way, Aquaman just straight up kills this guy. Like he. Mm. Mm, I could lift your boat. Like, mm, that, that's all I had to do. That's, you killed that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, wait, how messed up would that have been if it had been the other way around and, like, the dad was Black Manta? I'd be okay with that. Right? If I'd be okay were, with that tenfold. He's just like, you killed my son. That's cool. Yeah. Now I'm going to kill your dad. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually, he's way more interesting. Uh, but I'm cool. But, you know, like I said, like, I, you know, I didn't really care for the Black Manta costume, but, like, these are the things where I really, like, any issue, and it's, like, not, nothing where I'm, like, at no point was I like, this movie is doing yeah. everything wrong. Um, I'm sure there's a few Aquaman fans that are pretty upset um, for some reason or another. But, like, maybe they're not. Maybe they're just like, I've been waiting forever. It's like, I remember seeing Spider-Man for the first time in the theater. I've been waiting forever for, to see that. Yeah. And I'm like, Shh. Like, at no point was like, you're making a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I was just like, I, I like when Mary Jane says, I want to act, I'm like, you nailed it. The suit looks like the suit. Got that raised silver webbing I hate. Uh, you but like, sh- you're like you're like obsessed with that webbing. It sucks. <laughs> it's not supposed to be ribbed. 
But uh, but anyway, I but like I said, like I loved Spider Man so much, and I wanted to see him on screen so badly that like I'm willing to turn a blind eye to a couple of those missteps, right? To to see it and make it happen and be have it be like genuinely entertaining and good. Yeah. Same deal with Aquaman. Like yeah. I can imagine there's a there's there's an ocean of people who like love Aquaman who've just been like I don't care if like the dad isn't supposed to be like this or if if they changed this or that or you know like Aquaman's mom's supposed to be dead you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I, I get it and I and. I'm really glad that everyone is on board. I'm yeah. really glad that the Aquaman show failed so badly. I don't know if you ever saw the pilot. No. But there was an Aquaman show on the CW, and it was just hot garbage. <laughs> it was ocean garbage. It was right. a barge. Of, it was a flaming barge. We should have done that. We should have done a commentary of that. That's what we should have done on this channel. Oh, for Aquaman. We, but we didn't. It was just watching the Aquaman pilot. <laughs> but I'm glad that, like, that was it. Like, there's no... Um, because there's nothing to compare it to now. Like, it's it's the Super Friends show, which, like, every time everyone's like, Super Friends, that show ended 40 years ago. Like, <laughs> isn't it time to, like, let it go? Aquaman has been, Aquaman has been more, like I said, like, he's long hair, big beard, hook hand, a badass, longer than Super Friends was on TV. That being said, I bet more people saw Super Friends than read that Aquaman run. Sure. So, ultimately, culturally speaking, that one is more impactful. But that being said... Aquaman has been a badass for so long and in so many different incarnations that now I think it's time to let the Super Friends thing die. Right. Okay. Like, let it go, Robot <laughs> Chicken and everyone else. So, I, I, I loved it. And I, well, I I really enjoyed it. I had a great time. Yeah. Now, at no point was I like, it's Aquaman, it's happening. No. You know. Just, we were just having But fun. it was just, I just had. It's just I, fun. Yeah. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. I take anybody to go see this. I'd be like, hey, let's go see this. Let's go, let's go watch Aquaman. Let's go bro out. Yeah. Let's <laughs> kick Brack with the bros and. <laughs> you know chill <laughs> but uh yeah i mean so we want to thank you all for hanging out with there us were super chats i know we got to read the super chats and we're gonna do some uh some comic book stuff yeah but not too much more because okay. it's been an hour right oh but i see you might okay i was like are you gonna cut this or what are you gonna do no okay well i was going to but now i have to uh, <gasps> Mr. Roboto says entourage said james camera was gonna make it yes i also saw that mr sunday movie video uh James, there was a subplot in Entourage where James Cameron was going to make an Aquaman movie. Of course he would. I don't think it's true, well, but it no. was a it was but a fun like, little story. It would if he was going to make any superhero movie, he would of course make one no about one the ocean. Oh right! Oh my God! Yeah, I'll bet that's why they picked James and, Cameron. And he would, you know, Aquaman would go and find the Titan. <laughs> yeah, and he'd cry, and you'd see his Atlantean tears. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I know, and that's actually kind of funny. Um, but like that, <laughs> by the way, the movie that they were going to make in that Entourage thing yeah is what i would imagine they would have made an aquaman movie sure. of 20 years ago mike Hahn, good day tiffin sell uh, a day off from work so i can finally catch a live stream again Ooh. keep up the great work comic pop is still the best thing on the internet thank you very oh, thank much you i'm so glad much. we've remained the best thing i thank, I, pre I appreciate that for <laughs> uh forging views was anyone else disappointed expecting to see black manta to steal the show and then he just didn't yeah yes yes when in the trailer there's a moment where like you know, he blasts the bell tower and Mera jumps or whatever. Or Aquaman jumps. I don't remember who jumps in the trailer. It doesn't matter. Everybody's jumping. Everybody's jumping and splashing. But, like, mm. I was like, this is going to be cool. Uh, Black Man is going to be really cool. Yeah. And you know what? Objectively speaking, he was. There's nothing I can say that was, like, that was not cool about what Black Manta did or said. I just didn't have it. Didn't feel it. Okay. Uh, but maybe he'll... Do it in the next one. I, I think he will. I hope so. And he looked good doing it, regardless of what you think. It just his helmet <laughs> was too shiny. All right, Bernadette uh, Edwards uh, says Tiff Rock in the Sailor Jupiter shirt. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Hector Esparza. Uh, hello, Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year too. 
Just had to say that kissing scene will make a great poster or statue. Also, great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's war and explosions, and they're like, yeah, that's totally cool. Uh, Mr. Roboto, second movie you think will be better uh, be uh, Panther. Oh, second movie you think will be better, Black Panther or Aquaman? And do you think Black Manta is still a civil rights leader? Uh, No, I don't think Black Panther is a civil rights leader. No. uh, And I think Black Panther 2 will be better. Yeah. I, I just do. Well, again, they're two different movie they, feels. They are two different movie Very feels. Very different movie feels. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say on that one. I yeah. think Aquaman 2 will be a lot of fun, as yeah. long as they don't drink the Kool-Aid. Right. They don't go, like, all in. They, they don't think they can do no wrong, and then he is riding dolphins and seahorses and stuff. Like, let's go in the other direction! <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I don't know, because I have exactly as much enthusiasm for Black Panther as I do Aquaman. Mm. Like, I had exactly the same experience in the theater. I'm like, this is really fun. I'm having a fun time. Really? Yeah. I had a very different experience. Like, I know. I was like, Aquaman. I'm like, yep, this is action. Yep, Literally, cool. I was just like, this is a really fun Black movie. Black Panther, I was like, this is amazing. This is really cool. Uh, this I, is cooler than me. <laughs> that's true. I did have a couple Aquaman, moments. Aquaman, I was, like, I was just like, yep. There were a couple moments where I was watching Aquaman where I was like, Jason Momoa would never hang out with me. Like, that was kind of like the limit of the Black Panther experience. He might. No. He was like a cool guy. He would not be. He might. Uh, he is very cool. He's welcome on the couch anytime. You can just cram in there. Seriously. He and Ethan would just pound him back. They'd play wizard staff. Ethan would be in a lot of trouble. I don't know. That's true. He's a little guy, but he's got uh, he's got he's got the power. Yeah. Uh, Sam Anderson. Uh, this movie requires comic book logic. If you Ethan your way through it, probably not gonna like it. Just wanted to use Ethan as a verb. I appreciate it. I'm sure he does too. I feel like Ethan Ethan does like those movies. Like Ethan loves oh, action he'll, movies. He'll have a good time watching them, and then if you have a conversation with then him, then he'll it, talk about then, it. Then, but yeah. it doesn't like ruin it. He already had those thoughts. Yeah. And like you'll see if he like if he's willing to forgo them if he enjoys the rest of the movie. Yes. Uh, Gorgon Fish says, how about Aquaman Wonder Woman movie versus Poseidon? Hey. Hey. How about it? That's crazy. That's exactly what we suggested. How cool. Uh, great minds think alike, my Yes. Guy. Eric says, hey, uh, Sal and Tiff, you guys Hi. rock, and I love your channel and shows. Well, thank, thank you, you so very much. much, man. You rock, too, and thank you yeah. for liking us. Uh, Jack O'Connell, that's funny. I'm actually studying marine science in college. <gasps> Apropos Tiffany's marine biology thing. That's cool. Good for you. That's cool. I just didn't think I could do it. It was the math. It always math. comes down always to the, the math. math. I wanted to be a scientist because of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Math. Math. Ruined you, that. Math is like dream killer. Yeah. <laughs> really is. Cam says, is it safe to say the third act of this movie is probably the best third act in any DC movie, let alone any DCU movie? It's just pure fun and spectacle. Yes. Yeah. It yes. Is. It is pure fun and spectacle. It beats Wonder Woman, Justice League, uh, Man of Steel. I think people would argue with the Man of Steel one. Because people have, like, a visceral emotional reaction to Zod. Okay. And what happened. Okay. And that informs their love of the DCEU as a result. Okay. So, like, actually, I would say there's going to be two camps. People who love the Aquaman ending and the the Man of Steel ending more. Sure. Uh, Also, King Crab is insensitive. Call him Sebastian. Uh, Bernadette Ewart says enslaved whales equals electric cars and clean energy it's well, true yeah. yeah it's true they're not polluting I feel like they, I didn't see any exhaust or any like or, or junk what, come what out of those it, other cars what is fueled on I, I assume it's just propellant just hope and, and no I assume it's just you know they just oh yeah what are they pedaling it yeah yeah it's like a, it's like a paddle boat uh, the Red Samurai says, The CW Aquaman show was the reason Aquaman and Black Manta were not allowed in the last season of Justice League Unlimited. Same thing with Batman supporting characters and villains because of the Batman. Yep. Mm. The weird, self-imposed embargoes. I don't get it. I don't know why DC does that. I think they think that we're dumb, but I think they're letting it go. Yeah. Finally. 
little too little too late because we never got Batman and Teen Titans. Yeah. We never got Teen Titans Robin on Justice League. That's what a, a waste. That, that is a shame. St. Luigi, uh, what do you think about Orm and his mom? Uh, I love it. I thought it was nice. I thought it was nice, but again, I think if we had seen um, his relationship a little bit with his father, it would have had a little more punch. Yes. Uh, I also think that, like, I was expecting him to kill her at the end. Really? Yes. I was not. I thought we were going to get a dogma moment. Oh, no, no. I was like, there's no way they're not ending this with her arriving on the dock. They've been hitting that oh, I knew. Oh, way yeah, too right. much. Like, I thought it'd no be way. sad. It'd be sad no, if he wasn't, she wasn't there. She well, could have been. And what, her body just flops up on the dock? No, it's just that she, it just ends with like, just a, just a slow pullout of him just waiting. No, there's no way they were doing that. I, I no. Uh, LKM <laughs> Cherokee says, how about a Drowned Earth movie? Dude, that's Just League 2. <laughs> Which they wouldn't call Just League 2. They just call Just League Drowned Earth. But they're like, Aquaman, Aquaman's the one that gets the billion dollars. We gotta do the Aquaman Justice League movie. Because they can't do Throne of Atlantis. That's basically what this was. Yeah. Uh, and Heartless Fang says, Happy New Year, guys. Happy, Happy, New Year. Happy New Year to you. I can't wait for Tiff to talk about DC Magic stuff and upcoming back issues. Me too. <laughs> yeah. If you watch our Instagram, Instagram.com slash official, you'll see what he's talking about. That was so unexpected. It was. It was completely unexpected. Unexpected back issues. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... We'll give you a few minutes of talking about comics. Yeah, let's do it. To do it. Here we uh, go. W- w- Detective Comics number 995 came out. Yeah, I read it. I did too. What'd you think? I thought it was really fun. I loved it as well. I, I, I actually really, really enjoyed it. I uh, As sad as it was. It was very sad. It, I thought it was really well handled. I thought it was very apropos because like Joel and I talked about character deaths mm. in uh, our most recent Elseworlds exchange. Okay. And how I'm like, you really need to have a moratorium, no pun intended, about on like character deaths. Like, yeah. don't just kill people for no reason. They kill a major supporting Batman character in ba- in Detective Comics 995. Yep. Uh and it was earned, and I loved it, and I was really sad. Yeah, yeah, and like there was honestly a moment in there where it's almost the abyss. Yes, and, but it doesn't end the same way. No, it does not. And I was like, wow. Yes, it's kind of incredible. It was incredible. And uh, I got to tell you, there is a, like a, a slight bit of humor in this, but I think it's handled really well and with respect. Agreed. Um, oh, at the end. Oh, okay, with uh, Alfred. With Alfred, yeah. yeah. A rapier. Well, no, I meant the, uh, I, I think I, I responded to this a lot faster than you did. <laughs> I was like, that's really funny. That's and Alfred. And like, kind of like, gives you that moment of like, lightness. Yeah. It's like, it's just really, I really enjoyed this. this I agree. Issue. Uh, and there, I think they did the character death to establish tension about what happened to Alfred. Sure. I loved it. I just thought yeah. it's a, I think it's a great, tr- like, return to form Batman stuff. Mm-hmm. This is the book. If you dropped off Batman, which I know some of you did, uh-huh. uh, and you're looking for more Batman, you're looking for Batman to feel like Batman, read Detective. Plus, yeah. it'll move on to the uh, Detective 1000 celebration, mm-hmm. which I hope is really good. If they, I can't imagine if they'd screw this up. Right. If they do, like, I, then I, then all your suspicions about DC are correct. <laughs> uh, I read some of Fantastic Four number five. I didn't get a chance to actually go through it all, but was I was that enjoying. From last week or this? It was from last week, so. Oh, like a week before that. Yeah, okay. actually, uh, the thing and Alicia get married. It's nice. Okay. It's well written. Cool. It's fun. Nice little vignettes. Right. But um, uh, solid. Marriage and comics. Keep them. Keep it going. Yeah. Well, speaking of marriage and comics, I read um, Mr. and Mrs. X number. Yes. Seven. I don't have my stuff with me because mm. I wasn't sure what we were doing. Um, still a lot of fun. Uh, art is is it's cool. Um, there was like a couple of moments with the art where I was just kind of like, mm, I don't know. It was like a little. Like, it, was, it was either great or like there were some weird proportion issues. Right. Um, but they're doing something really clever using Mojo. Um, yes, you hate Mojo, I and I was excited to see what Mojo. happened. Mojo. Just because you think he's gross. He is gross. I just don't like him. Um, right. 
But um, he basically is, he's like, well, we need ratings. And, like, superhero marriages are in. Yeah. And, like, so <laughs> we got to we gotta do this. And, like, I we polled, like, people and, like, you know, Gambit and Rogue are, like, number six and eight. So, like, they, they, we got to make this work. Mm. And so, like, they, he throws them. He has, like, a big wheel and he puts them into, like, a noir setting. Okay. And it's, like, not even noir. And they make a moonlighting reference to a thing that nobody would even remember or know about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who is this for? Unless you had a mom who was, like, obsessed with Bruce Willis. Um, mm. but like, so they make that reference and then, uh, Rogue kills Gambit. Oh. And Mojo recasts him. What? <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Oh my God. That's um, awesome. But like, they're doing that thing where like in the Mojo world, they're not married in the noir story. And okay. So like, they're doing like. Yeah. They're doing a story where it's like a femme fatale. Or it's kind of like, you know, oh, see, we can't tell stories about like married super. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, haha, you're you. fine. Yes, you can. All right. Um, I also read, because I don't have a lot to say about this, um, just real quick, I'm just going to say, I actually read The Man Without Fear. Yeah, I skipped it because I was like, I don't need to buy another um, stopgap series. Art's fine. Um, I think this issue is totally lost on a person who isn't as familiar with Daredevil's history. Mm -hmm. This issue was kind of lost on me, Mm. but I definitely appreciated a lot of the visuals and like seemingly this like dichotomy that they're setting up. And, like, this warring, like, factions going on in Matt's head. Yes. And, like, that's kind of cool. It's classic Daredevil. And there's, like, this really, like, really cool-looking version of him, like, or as as Daredevil, in a sense. There's two versions of it. Right. One is, like, it's his suit, but it's made out of muscle. Ooh. Like, he has no skin, but Yeah, that's face. him. Okay. And then there's another version of him. And those are the two warring factions. That's a skeleton wearing, like, the yellow suit. Ooh. And it's, like, it's really, like, it's kind of cool. That's it's cool. It's kind of cool. All right. And this is in a coma. Yes. So, um, it, a lot of fun, that's, I think. But, again, dope. there's a lot of, like, poignancy and importance. And, I, and, like, I realized this around the point where they got to, like, Matt's essentially in his brain going through the various versions of Daredevil mm-hmm. as, like, something's kind of trying to kill them off. Right. And, like, one of them's, like, the Beast and stuff like that. And I'm oh. like, if I had more background, this would mean a lot more, right. potentially. And I don't. That's cool. But I still wanted to read it, and I checked it out. Nice. So. Uh, you also read Conan. I read Conan! I bought Conan and then didn't get a chance to read it. I read it. your Conan! You read my version of Conan? I took your Conan and I read it. Nice. Well, what? how is Conan at Marvel again? Oh, you gotta... It is great! <laughs> I was I was gonna try to make a joke. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing: I don't read Conan. Well, you, now's so the time this to start. Conan is for me. It's written by Jason Aaron. Aaron has been training for this with Thor, with Strange. Yeah, he's writing Conan, and it's like so good. Yeah. Ah. Um. I, it's I, I, just. I, yeah. It's just. I mean, like, here's the thing. I bet the Bard would have a field day with this and probably wouldn't enjoy it all that probably much. Probably not. But you know what? This book is awesome. Yeah. It, it's, it's the life and death of Conan. It's what he's doing with Thor. It's parts of his life. Yeah. We're seeing, we get a young adventure with Conan mm. that sets up an adventure that King Conan's having because we're going to see the death of Conan. Oh. And I'm like, that's cool. That is cool. There's a witch in this it's who he be. totally bangs. That's and like the Conan movie. And then she like turns into Mumra, basically. Yeah, okay. And like she's evil and it's just really awesome. And Conan gets to be that like masculine, muscular, mm-hmm. like badass guy. And like Sumerian warrior. Uh, it's just Sumerian, yeah. So much fun. There's a beautiful um like collage yes. made of co- uh, of 
old art yep. from the old Marvel Conan yeah. series, which I thought was really cool. Yep. That's as far as I got. And I'm oh. like, I gotta go. And the look, the the look, the book looks great. Mm-hmm. It looks great. Who does it? Um, uh, I don't know how to say that name. Mahmoud Ezrar? Yes. Uh, yeah, he's great. take that. Just, ah, uh, Conan. <laughs> the adventurer. It's just. I'm in on Conan. Actually, it's called The Barbarian, but it's, that's really cool. I am well, good. so all about Conan. If you ever thought, like, Marvel, you know, they're pulling their punches. No more, like, you know, hardcore stuff. No, here's Conan. Uh, so, yeah. Um, we also read Heroes in Crisis, which was... Uh, well, what would you think of Heroes in Crisis? Um, it, it felt like that part of a Sir Arthur Conan Doyle book where we then re- reveal the rest of the plot. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the rest of the thing you didn't know was happening. Yep. That we all knew was happening. Yeah. Right. Thanks for telling me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the art is fine, if not exploitative. Yeah. It, it was weird, because, like, I had really been enjoying the art. I didn't even see who did it. Is it the same? It's, it's Clayman. Um, it was bizarre, and I'm not even talking necessarily about the um, Batgirl stuff. Oh, okay. But That's lot, what I'm talking about. But a lot of the females, for some reason, when you see them full body and they're not, like, kicking or in action, are standing on their toes. Hmm. Which I thought was weird. That is weird. See? Yeah. Like, it's just kind of bizarre. I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. Didn't necessarily bother me one way or the other, but I was just kind of like, all right. Yeah. You've done that. Right. Uh, yeah, ultimately, uh, I, I, I hate this series and I can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> It's too bad. There are some like okay, the the they keep throwing these things I love seeing, uh-huh. like file photos of key traumatic moments from the DC universe on these characters. Yeah, like that. The the most recent one was Aquaman losing his hand, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a really cool idea. I hope someone else gets to use it someday. <laughs> Because they're not doing anything with it. You yeah. know, like, these are, like, these could be covers. Like, Batman getting his back broken. Oh, no, let's deal with, let's go into that. Each issue is, like, an exploration of that thing. No, we don't see that at all. For, from what I could tell, there's actually no references to any of these in any way. Like, even the, even the concept of the photo being, like, we're looking back at things that happened in comics you've read through a lens of this premise. Mm-hmm. They're not doing that. Yeah. And that's a shame, because yeah. that's a really cool idea. I, I will say one more thing about the art. Mm-hmm. The butts are really emphasized. In oh, this. yeah. Everyone's really... Everyone's... Uh, uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot would be a very big fan of this book. Yeah. It's a Just dated reference, but lots it's still... Of, lots of butts. Lots of big butts. You know, and like, hey, you know, no complaints. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> It was just funny. Hell? I was just like, did I just not notice this in the other issues? Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's had an opportunity. Been there. No, it just hasn't been there. Okay. Just, there just hasn't been an opportunity to see so many like hot babes all in one book. Especially hot babes are showing you where a bullet entered their body. Uh, my the butt that I always think of honestly is Harley Quinn's yes. when they're hugging. Oh yeah, no, let's. It's like there's so much shine. These chicks hugging. It's a lot of shine. It's hot. But regardless of that, like the reveal that it's all being recorded, I was like, yeah, we saw that coming a mile yeah, we away. Know. Uh, but at what? the same time, it was kind of like. They were like, well, we kind of dealt with one part of this mystery, so here's the other part. Yeah. Also... We can't do these simultaneously. <laughs> um, the, the ending is uh, a, a, an homage to Watchmen. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> That's all I could say about that. So, uh, Heroes in Crisis, can't wait for it to end. But Conan! No. But Conan's pretty cool! <laughs> 
Uh, we also have some recommendations for books that are coming out this week that I think you should oh, pick up. Oh, just real quick. I didn't get a chance oh, yes, to finish please. it, but I, was, I haven't finished it, but I just want to really point that out. I haven't mm-hmm. finished it yet, but I'm really enjoying Wolverine the Long Night, which as I know is it's a, a comic book adaptation of this podcast. I yeah. totally missed, yeah. so I don't know anything that happened in it, but like the first several pages that I've read, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I listened to some of the podcasts, and I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Like, uh-oh, YouTubers. <laughs> Watch <laughs> out. If Marvel starts making their own podcasts, uh, who knows? But, uh, yeah. Um, so I'm recommending a couple of books that come out this sure. week. Uh, Adventure Super Sons, number six, from Peter J. Tomasi and Dan Ooh. Mora uh, and Scott Godleski, or Godlewski. Um, Super Sons, keep reading it. Uh, this is halfway point between... This is the halfway point till the end. Okay. Super Sons is going to end at 12. And as long as Ben is working for DC, John will be a teenager. So this is the end of Super Sons. Oh... Uh, speaking of Bendis, Young Justice number one comes out. Oh, okay. If you have been waiting for Tim Drake to be Robin and not have two stupid R's, then this is the book for you. Okay. Uh, it is for me. I saw a lot of people complaining about it because like, like, oh, can Tim ever be anything other than Robin? And I'm like, what? He, they retconned him to have never been Robin. <laughs> What what are you talking about? Like, he has never been Robin, according to the new continuity. He has always been Red Robin, the dumbest name in DC Comics history. And yes, I'm talking about people like Arm Fall Off Boy and anyone from the Legion of Superheroes. I'm interested because Bendis likes this. So he's going to put a lot of effort into it. Right, right, right. And who knows? You know, Patrick Gleason's art looks really fun. And uh, Amethyst is going to be in it. That's kind of cool. Gemworld invades. Uh-oh. What's going to happen now? It's Gemworld. Um, I'm also going to check out uh, Marvel or Captain Marvel number one from Kelly Thompson. I, I, I read The Life of Captain Marvel, and I, I hated it so much. And I was so excited to give it a try. Because I'm like, one of these days they're going to write a book about Carol Danvers that I'm going to like. Maybe it'll be this one. Okay. I hope it is, because... There's a movie coming, whether you, you know, and you better have a book out for right, her. Right, right, right. So, and Kelly Thompson is a good writer and does that Mr. Mix's book, X books you like so much. Yes. So. Yeah, no, it's true. And it's true. Tom Taylor is doing a book called Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. And I am checking it out. I hope it's good. <laughs> it's Tom Taylor, so how could it not be? Right. But uh, I've been wrong before. Uh, for me, um, this week, The Dreaming number 5 comes out. So if you've been following The Dreaming, you can pick that up. Wow. by um, Simon Spurrier and art by uh, Bill Quist Evely and Abigail Larson. Yes. Can't, I was trying to remember that. I just did a video about that for DC fans. Yeah, if like, you want to see a full huh. review of it, you'll see it on DC you'll fans. You'll be able to see that. Um, yeah, it's just, it's setting up um, big changes in the realm of dream. Oh, yeah. And I can tell you that outright. That's not even like a, like a, like a, I'm reading a preview. I'm telling you that's what happens. Yeah, big changes. <laughs> and maybe later you can do your own review of it that has no connection to DC. Right? Who knows? Who knows what'll happen? Um, from the world of uh, Image, a lot of stuff's coming out. Um, those the Prodigy, Prodigy number two is coming out, so you can look for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I said I would give it another shot, so I will do that if, yeah. if I have the time to do so. <laughs> um, based on the number of books that are coming out. Right. Um, but Die number two is coming out. Yeah. 
Yes. I really like Die Number One. Do you know how hard it was to find a copy? I know. I went to four different comic book stores to get you a copy of Die Number One. <laughs> Everyone's like, "You mean Die, Die, Die?" I'm like, "No, just one Die. Just the just the singular Die." And then this guy made a friggin' like dice reference at me, and I'm like, "Just sell me the comic." Right. Well, I mean, like that's what it's about, though. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. He wasn't. He didn't know that. Oh yeah, no. It's about like yeah. That's. I didn't either. That's but... a part of it. That's oh. how, like there's these magical dice that bring these people into this world. It's oh, like yeah, it's like I remember it's like a crazy D and D version of Jumanji. Yes, I remember you it's telling real me. It's messed up. That's cool. Um, so that's coming out. So I I'm definitely gonna be picking that up. Oh, I thought that was really good. Um, Thor number nine is coming out. So in the wake of not having another issue of Conan, you can you read can Marvel Thor. Conan. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait for these two to team up. Oh my god. Just for that, they won't do it. It's just Naren's like, I know what you're waiting for. It's not gonna happen. There's a there's a variant cover. <gasps> well, variant covers lie. There is a variant cover, Conan versus Marvel villains. And mm. yeah, it's just yeah. It's just it's, it's, ah. Yeah. It's give it to me. Um and then also if you enjoyed Man Without Fear, Man Without Fear number two is actually coming out next week. I know. Or this That's week. That's nuts. So there you go. Well, there you have it, everybody. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. And of course, we wanted to address the super chats really quick before we go. Uh, Mr. Roboto said, idea for Elseworlds, long form, short form, aka Kirkman. Oh, I'm sorry. And Cam said, Arthur is the killmonger of Atlantis. That's an interesting, it's a hot take. Yeah. But right. uh, that's a good thesis. So write yeah. it. Uh, and Mr. Roboto, idea for Elseworlds, long form, short form, aka a la Kirkman. Oh, okay. Like, uh, you know, like uh, Walking Dead and yeah, versus... uh, Invincible and that kind of yeah. thing. Um, yeah, we could do that. It's not a bad idea. No, not at all. We take our ideas from everybody, from mm-hmm. all from all places. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so thank you so much for hanging out with us. And of course, if you liked this review or you just liked our take on it, you can always see more here on Comic Pop. Go to the subscribe button, click it, and of course, click the bell to get notifications when we get updates. We're going to be like slowing the releases so you can actually digest and enjoy each video that comes out here on this channel because most videos that we release are about an hour long. Yes. Um, so check that out, and of course, if you want to continue the conversation, you go to our Discord, which is located, uh, a link or an, accept, or an invitation is found in the description below this video, so click that as well, yeah. to go continue the chat with every with other members of the population. Mm-hmm. And if you want to help us out and keep the lights on here at Comic Pop, go to patreon.com slash comic pop, and get early access to back issues, which is out right now for everybody. Uh, well, for Silver Age patrons, um, they're all broken up into like ages from comic books nice. uh, but you can find out behind the scenes stuff updates and all kinds of other stuff so, uh, also a special um, podcast that's a spin-off series from Elseworlds Exchange you can only get on the Patreon oh that's right what? and it'll never be available anywhere else so. wow there you go who unless Patreon what, closes forever who knows what you're talking about over there yeah, well I, I don't know if I title them I, I do title them, so you can probably see the like, a little bit oh, of okay. what it's all about. But check it out. <laughs> but uh, anyway, thank you very much, Danielle, in the chat for helping us out with the links. Yay. Click those, and we'll see you guys next time with another episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Thanks a lot for watching. Bye, guys. Bye.